is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned hey everyone hey y'all we're back with another episode yes back with another episode of random convo so thank you guys again for tuning in to us um for another brand new episode we definitely do appreciate it yes um so of all like always just getting into the swing of things that we always start mm-hmm. each episode with we can go and get into new music yes new um music i know you have more insight than i do because nothing has dropped right that I'm really interested in, except for I know last time, you know, I mentioned Chris Brown's project, mm-hmm. but I know last week nothing really dropped. In this week, too, like nothing really like caught my eye. Oh, gotcha. Nothing that I wanted to really add to my phone like that. Okay. Nothing to really brag about. Well, um, and I may be saying his name wrong. Um, well, we'll start off like this uh, Brent. Is it uh, Fayez? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. He had dropped um, his new uh, project, Wasteland. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Is that is that the name of a Weekend song? I have no clue. I don't know the Weekend's music like that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I thought it was just... Okay, I guess, I guess not. Um, it just for some reason, I thought it would it sound like... Um, but I did listen to the whole project. And, and they say Brent Fayez is supposed to be like... Toxic. Okay. Yeah. So he's like a singing, cooning future... Yeah, um, they actually had, they had a good thing. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find it, um, from... I mean, I might listen to his project, but I'm not, like, a huge Brent Fire song. I think I have maybe, like, one song of his in my phone. Mm-hmm. Because did, didn't he have the, uh, didn't he have a song, I think I've been away, I just hope. Uh, I think so, yeah. Was, I think that might have been like with Don Tolliver or something. I don't know if it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but, um, no, but I, I did thoroughly enjoy the project. Um, it has a few skits on there. There's one skit, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't listen to it. was like the last one. It's like five minutes. Like it's Yeah, like, actually, I just have one song, Been Away, on my phone. Oh, okay, yeah, from the Fuck the World album. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was a good project. So, one thing I want to highlight, I definitely was happy that he put Gravity, uh, the song with uh, DJ um, Die, and, um, or I think it's Dahi or Die. Hopefully um, it's not DJ Die, that's crazy. Well, like D-A-H-I, so like Dahi or something. Oh, know. not like D-I-E. Uh, yeah. Okay. It, I, like I said, I, I know the guy, I just, you know, like I don't hear his name often to the point where it's just, you know, stuck in my head. Um, But it's also, but he made, I think he did the beat or it was originally for his album. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Tyler Creator's on the song, so I do like that one. Um, the song I also want to hi- <clears throat> excuse me I want to highlight is Ghetto Gatsby uh, featuring Alicia Keys. You sound good. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Not, and I think I heard people didn't like Alicia Keys on the song. I did. She. Had, I liked Alicia Keys since she had that album with Teenage Love Affair. I know, but I think even for a feature for him, this is a pretty big deal. Um, but she was like real sexy, like this. You you know how like I like the movie uh, Smoking Aces mm-hmm. and I she just was like that yeah like that that was like Alicia Keys from that movie though like you know she was you know her soft voice saying fuck smoking good weed and just saying shit that don't sound like an Alicia Keys verse that's mm-hmm. all I'm like oh I know people were talking about like 
I, this is a transition. Like, I know Sierra had dropped a song. Yeah, people were And people were talking about, like, they were, like, talking about, like, she looked good, but it's, like, she's not aging well with her music. Like, she's still trying to make, like, I think, like, goodies. But it's, like, you're not, you're not goodies and the music sucks. I think someone said uh, she keeps bringing I Still Got It music and it's, like, but, I mean... I, 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 I mean, but really and truly, though, right? Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Sierra, she was never the strongest singer, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, obviously, when she got big and the songs we like was, you know, obviously, when she was younger, yeah. prior to her being married and having kids. Mm-hmm. And now that she is, you know, like, she's kind of turned more, like, transitioned from being, like, an artist mm-hmm. to, I don't want to say being, like, an influencer, but she's more just like a celebrity now. Like I feel like she's trying to sell shit, not really make music. And mm-hmm. I've, it seems like she's struggling to try to find her lane, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, really and truly, right? What type of music do we want Sierra to make at this age? Like, if you like, if you could compare her to any artist that's releasing songs that maybe came out. During her era, and maybe let's say it didn't come out her era. Maybe it was like afterwards or before, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing the Sierra strengths, like if you can compare her like to another artist, like that made that you would want similar music. Who would you say like could compare? Um, I would say you know maybe some Walker. Really? I would say like maybe if like if not like if she can talk about the same concept. Maybe I'm just talking about like how the songs would kind of just. Um, so do you think like Sierra should start trying to transition away from like the dance songs to maybe like slower ballads? Ma- yeah, I think so. Just because maybe it won't, you know, not to say she can't do it and everything like that. And, and, and here's the thing: I, I mean, regardless of anything, she should make the music that she's comfortable with making because mm-hmm. you know you you really can't duplicate. Um, I mean, it's like, like she's got to a point where we know her and we love her for all this stuff. So, but like, I just feel like the music she's making, like she's making, I feel like, like I said, like she's making a bunch of like dance stuff. But I feel like she's just trying to. I feel like now she's just really trying to have like a wow factor, and like you said, just trying to show like I still got it. Mm-hmm. Like we know you can dance, but it's like, it's like okay, yeah, we'll watch the video, but I'm only gonna watch it one time. I'm never gonna go back to play your record. I mean, and that's and that's. You know, all opinionated and everything. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't really tell you because I like I love Goodies Sierra because that was the only album I ever got from her. And mm-hmm. If I'm going to also be honest on on air, I think that's the only full length project I've been like listen to from front to end. I like that one project she had when she was with Fifty Cent. Yeah, I can't leave him alone. I don't, I don't know what that project was called. Yeah, it was cool. Um, <clears throat> but uh, actually, but at the same time, I think like. She's good with singles, um, but at the same I time, I think she's good with singles. But I feel like she needs to step away from like the the dancey stuff. Because even when she came up with that song, like "Level Up," like it was, I guess, cool the first time you heard it. After a while, like it's annoying. It's annoying. Like nobody wants to hear that. Well, I mean, it's, I it's, didn't hear nobody playing it. Well, I mean, how many people you just exactly? I mean, I'm saying like. There's somebody that probably loved it, but at the same time, I mean, we, everybody got different tastes, so we we ain't always just around people like that. I know, but I'm, I just feel like that's not really her lane. Like, I will say the song I think I did like that she made after her and Future, 
broke up because really that's the last time she made somewhat decent music. Mm-hmm. Um, that like the R&B girlies could actually like. I did like that song she had when she was like, uh, the song she's like, is that your bitch over there? Give me a, yeah, you know, like it was, <clears throat> she's like, I bet I can't think of the name of the song, but it was a good song. I got you. It was like her project called Jackie. She oh, named it after her I, mom. I, I didn't listen to it. Oh, it's called I Bet. Um, but also, uh, other other things that dropped, um, my man Westside Gun came out with a project that he recorded in two days. Um, he dropped another project? Yeah, but this one is more of a mixtape. Okay. It, is it, it on it, Apple Music? Yeah, it's on it's on streaming. Uh he it basically it was almost like uh he was just like giving he gonna he was giving this giving people who, who fuck with the music um something just till he comes out with this uh I think it's gonna be called Michelle Records. Uh but this uh mixtape was called uh, Peace Fly Guy, like I say, recorded it in two days, um and it's him, this guy named S D Knack and uh, you know, I like Stove Guy Cooks. So it's almost like how that project with Wiz Khalifa Big Crit and um Smoke Dizzle. It's just three dudes on different it's like ten it's it's an album that's what, thirty minutes long. So mm-hmm. um but I it's not like oh like oh you know, it's bad or good. It's actually, I mean, it's pretty solid. It's just, uh, he's giving us, you know, like basically like an EP before he comes out with his project. Mm-hmm. Um, but other things, uh, just cause, um, I listen to some, some songs. So, uh, first off, we'll go off with, uh, the CMG, you know, um, that's Yo Gotti's label. He came out with a song called Steppers. How's that? Uh, it sounded good. I actually liked it. Uh, E-S-T-G, E-S-T-G um, Mozzie, Black Youngster, Moneybag Yo, and, um, 42 Doug. I think I named everybody that's on the song. Um, so it was a cool, cool little posse cut. Um, also, like That's a lot of niggas on one song. I'm curious how long it is. Well, I think w- what I'm getting from it, I think they're going to do a CMG project. Like so, a joint project. Yeah, so like everybody from the label dropping, you know, so like, that's what I think. It was a collaboration record, but it's a collaboration song. Um to like a, a single to promote it off because I think there was a song with Mozzie and ESTG that also came out. I listened to it when it was okay, but uh, you know it is what it is. Um, swinging, swinging. Uh, excuse me. Uh, David Banner and David. Why I say David Banner and David? I'm sorry. David Banner and uh, Bun B. This song is uh, sampling. You send me swinging mm-hmm. in condition. So it sounded good because you know David Banner produced it. And you know, I like the the Bun B the Oh, the Stally um, version. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna show you how, how to, to twerk, twerk the, the wheel. wheel yeah. yeah. Sir came out with a song Life is Good. I liked it. It's uh featuring this guy named Oh, and I say guy, I'm sorry, I had to listen to the song again. But this individual, Scribs Riley, it was cool. And Why do you say that? You don't know what they identify as? Well, no 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 no. I I like when I listened to the song, I was listening to it for Sir. So I don't remember if it was a man or a woman. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Not like this person is don't I don't know what they did. I don't even know this person. I just didn't want to be like it, a guy. It, 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 it didn't sound like a woman. I mean, no, it didn't no, sound no, like no. a man. I just don't remember. I, don't, I listened to it. It was good. It was oh, good you don't, you time. don't, you don't really know what the person sounds like. Yeah, I was only oh, okay. to her. That's what I said. I didn't want okay. to like say a woman or a man. And I, thought, then I thought you were saying like really be listening to this. Individual. I thought it was like one of those like you don't know what to identify as because you were like individual and yeah. I'm like no, I just wanted to make sure I'm respect because I'm sure there's some I'll be like oh featuring this dude and it's really a woman or featuring mm-hmm. this girl and it's really like I'm just saying that because I'm just reading the name. So mm-hmm. um, also person that we love on the show we've talked about for the last few weeks, Dolce. She dropped a song called "Bitch I'm Nice." You sound good. Um, the song first of all is short. 
It was like, like two minutes. Minute twenty. Oh. Uh, but for what I think it is, <clears throat> this would. Was she still spitting? Out like she sound good? Well, okay. It's it's definitely like the the in the crazy vibes. Okay. You know that she dropped. So the project, I feel like this is gonna be a good song on the album. It wasn't like next to persuasive and crazy. It's not my favorite, but it's not like. It's not bad either. It's not bad. Yeah. It's 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 one of those songs that you if you listen to it like in a row, it gets catchy. So yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's the music that uh that I listened to this week and everything. Um. But yeah. Um. Other music we can mention because it came out last week. Cardi B. Yes. Uh. Well, is this was out a few weeks ago, but um. Yeah, we, we we haven't talked about that. We yet. haven't talked about it yet. Um. I have I had brought this to your attention a few weeks ago. Uh. So Rolling Stones released their two hundred, um, top two hundred albums of all time list, and people were furious because Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy was number 16. Mind you too, guys, like these type of uh, lists that come out, like they're all opinionated. Like yeah, there's not like, like 10 people. and Yeah, stuff. I mean, like these aren't like music experts. These are people just like writing like their thoughts. These are, you know, yeah. music is subjective. So yeah, we all don't work for these corporations and stuff. And we know plus too, like all the time when these lists come out, there's never going to, no one's ever going to love your list. Yeah. Like, yeah, every, and some people that will agree and like, it's always going to be people like going to disagree. So yeah. it's subjective. And then you don't get the people like, man, I like you, but I would have put this in number four instead of this in number six. You know, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the thing, y'all. I don't know why everybody really, look, and I know I said something about it like on my pod, but I was saying I value my guest at the time, of, which was Chris McCain. I value his opinion more than some, you know, 10 people I don't know that work for Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, y'all. How many times we are reading Rolling Stone magazine? How many times are we actually going to their website? They do these lists to get trending, to have us to have us talking about it. And I feel they, like the only time people really care about Rolling Stone is like covers. Covers. Oh, yeah. the actual cover of the magazine. Yeah. Uh, no one's ever, like, never, no one's ever really listening, like reading the article. Well, that that's true. But what I'm saying is that people always doing this, like, oh my god, they named this over Nas and all that. Y'all, they did this for a reason because if we not talking about it, it's not worth talking about. So, mm-hmm. yes, if you truly believe in your heart, and, and most likely you probably will, if you think Nazomatic was better than Evasion of Privacy, that's your opinion, and that should only matter. We Like, really, do, do we really take validation from someone like, say, a Pitchfork when we go to their album reviews and, we, and an album we truly love or you thought was truly great, and they give it, like, a real low rating? We Are we really truly mad at that? Don't get me, like, come on, it's not, it's not that deep, fam. If mm-hmm. you love the project, you love the project. I don't like the fact that people was dragging her like she was the one that put herself on that list. And the thing about it is, the album is not bad. It's actually a bop. If you really enjoy, like, you know, some summer vibes or just you want to dance, have a good time and just whatever. She made an album that was relatable to her. She can't make an album that is relatable to someone else's life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know why people got bent out of shape. I do like the fact that she talked on the Limp Service podcast. And, um, and I mean, and, and I'm going to be honest too, like... You say what you want to say, but Cardi's album does have like playback value. Yeah, okay. her, her album is not one of the albums it where it's like, good. yeah, like anytime, like if I feel like I want to hear maybe like some cool like rap and like ratchet music, mm-hmm. I don't mind going back to Cardi B's because like, like she got some bangers on there. Yeah. It's like it sound good. Yeah, not everybody. Look, I like I like so many things. I like the lyrical miracle type of rap. But then sometimes I like some shit that I could just bob to. I don't have to, you know, like it, like if I'm about to go to a party, I'm not about to listen to like 
you know, lyrical miracle rap. I'm going to listen to some shit that kind of get me pumped. So when I go to a party, I'm at least in a fun mode. Because even Cardi said too, I remember she tweeted, you know, like, the rappers nowadays, she talking about, you know, when I hear music, she said, I want to hear shit I want to dance to in a club. Yeah. She was like, all these rappers making depra- de- depressing, depressing ass music, music bro. Yeah. Um, even- she like, I want to hear shaking ass music. And truly, you do. And you know, yeah. and you know, majority of time, too, when you have a Cardi B song, yeah, it's, it's going to be shaking ass music. And even sometimes, her shaking ass music sound good. Like, I remember she was saying how, you know, a lot of people didn't like, be careful. I like to be careful. I didn't like it in the beginning, but it grows on you when it, it flows with the album. I, it, it was I, a cool little okay. Let's take a little break. I liked it just because it was like it was something different, right? Where she wasn't talking about yeah, nigga, eat my pussy. She like right. you cheated on me. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. Like how like had, like how would you like it if I did how you made me feel? Right. Be careful. Yeah. You know? I but, liked it. Um, I do remember one time when Benny uh, the Butcher had. Had tweeted like he was at a, like a strip club, mm-hmm. and the the DJ was like, "Oh yeah, what record would you want me to put up yours?" He's like, "Nigga, keep the city girls on. I'm trying to throw this money while these girls shake these ass. I'm not about to. My music is not for the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, why y'all want to put one of my records? That's on? like." You can play this when it's like a bunch of niggas and you with the homies, okay? Right. Cool. Yeah, like, but I'm when it's girls in the club, exactly. Yeah, the girls want the. <laughs> and the thing is too, like also too. Niggas know what type of music the females want to listen to. Yeah. So play, so play it. Right. So yeah. So y'all, like for real, when y'all see these things, if you want, if you don't want it to be as major as this, don't tweet about it. I play the songs you. that you know is gonna make the women feel good. Yeah. And on top, and on top of that, it you if you can make your own two hundred list, and then that's your list. Not everybody mm-hmm. gonna have the same list. So yeah. And speaking of music, just because it's like top of my head, because we just watched it last night. Mm-hmm. Cody and I watched y'all the Larry June documentary. Yes, the Orange Prince. The Orange Print Tour. Yeah, it's an hour. It's on YouTube. Just look up his name, Larry June. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really good. It was. Um, I really, I really enjoyed. Now, this music is something that I enjoy. He comes out with like two albums, three albums each year. Um, it, and ladies too. Like, if you are a person that like kind of wants to like rap, but like want to listen to a rapper that's not constantly calling women bitches and hoes. You will like Larry June. I mean, he, he, he says it, but... He, I mean, but he'll he, say but it... Not, but it's not depressing music. I mean, he might say it every once in a while, but he's not calling... He's not He's not rapping, yeah, I got this bitch up on my dick. She's like, she don't... He don't talk like he that. He don't really write his rhymes. He just does it. It's just flow. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, he's a rapper, ladies. You would like him. Yeah. He's not like... He, he don't rap like these Atlanta niggas. I can I, tell I, you that. Okay, I'll tell you this. If if I was to go to a Larry June show, I think I would see more women at his show versus like a lot of rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes real true music. Like if you yeah. like to like you know like get a little high, have a little drink, you can easily vibe to yeah. his music. If you want to go to the pool, yeah, you know, have some music in the background like for a cookout or something. It's like perfect, perfect music. You know what I'm saying? He's from the Bay Area, so it's yeah, kind of it, you, you don't play yeah. a shit in the club. Might put niggas to sleep. Mm. I'm. Yeah. No, I'm sure if you put Tracy California in the club, everybody's sitting there and then everybody trying to do their best West Coast dances. You know how everybody got the West Coast dance, so yeah. Um, Another music thing real quick, just because this was crazy. Uh, Did you see what Ray J did? No. Oh, you didn't. Ray J got a tattoo of oh, his I sister did see that. And it looked on horrible. his thigh. And, and it's it not looks like a, just a regular picture, even yeah. though I would never just... Look, I love my sister. I'm never going to tattoo 
any of my family members. Only. He and it looks horrible. He made her not even look pretty. Yeah, he, he put he made it look like she had like six nine tattoos. Yeah, like tattoos that, so. all on her face, like it was mad disrespectful. Yeah. Got you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I wanted to bring this up on the thing. Do you know how like you know how like we have these terms the way we we talk in this world like you know just things that are just like popular like. Things that's just kind of going on, we say things, and then like men would like say some certain terms or slogans or whatever, mm-hmm. and then eventually like women will catch on to it and start saying it. So like you know how women like be saying like fam or bro, and mm-hmm. that's like more of a like dudes would be saying it. Oh, like shit, I be saying. Yeah, and so like you know it's just how women be taking over stuff, but how not like taking over in a bad way. I'm just saying like you know it's just kind of like it gets to us and we just kind of use it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it's giving gonna be also to like the men? Because I think that's like a dope ass. <laughs> I mean, but what context are you trying to use it? Like, like how would you say it? It's just like if you I, see are, are you saying it like in regarding to another dude? No, not even just in general, like. Like if you watching like uh like like watching cheaters and then like the somebody could be crying about it, I'm like yo it's getting desperate like I'm just saying like how it I would, mean that's fine yeah I just think that um it would be kind of cool to just kind of like have it where like it's interchangeable and everything like I that. I mean yeah I mean that's cool as long as you like it's giving boss bitch yeah I mean and that song is pretty I think it's just one of those things where it's just like yo I think that should I just, mean really yeah. and truly uh-huh. Say whatever the fuck you want to say, bro. <laughs> like, who are, you know, like, seriously, like, who are we to tell someone, like, I hate the fact that how our society is, like, to where men feel like they can't say certain shit or do certain shit because it's looked at as being, like, feminine, which to me is wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, you know, they be talking about, like, some women be feeling like they don't feel like a dude should order a margarita. Why not? Okay, I don't lie. So after a while, people just when they started doing them, like okay, now y'all just because to me weird. that sounds dumb as hell, bro. Yeah, like I've heard what I'm drinking. Can't, what can't I'm order appetizers. appetizers? Yeah, like what the fuck? I can't order. Like I can't be hungry. <laughs> I can't, nigga. I can't order some mozzarella sticks. It's my money. <laughs> like for real. And even so, that has nothing to do like with me being a man or being masculine or my sexuality, like. It's shit I want to eat. Right. The fuck? Like, that's just it's stupid. Right. But, um, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, also, that happened last week because, you know, uh, this was the cool thing. Usher did a tiny dish, y'all. He did, and it was amazing. It was so good. I was... Uh, I think it was one of the best ones I've seen. Yeah, me too. I, I think I, it's I, also, too, because it's been so highly anticipated. Yeah. And it's like, we, especially the culture, um, I think... I've been wanting to see Usher right. do some type of performance because obviously, you know, ever since Versus started, it's always been the topic of like getting Usher to do a Versus, but, it's, but then it's been like, who could he do a Versus against? And we know who people have suggested for him to do a Versus with. Yeah. It more than likely will not happen. It's like either Chris Brown or what? R. Kelly. R. Kelly's in play. But people put R. Kelly in the list like that? I think so. I, I, when they I were talking about, just, I, I think I just didn't think about it because this nigga was in jail. And I mean, if he I wasn't think do it versus. I, I think they were it. just doing it just because, like, if you could compare like catalogs, it would be somewhat equal. That's a male artist. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even. Okay, let's just say, give or take, R. Kelly didn't do the horrible things he did. Uh huh. Um, and he was out in the world. He was able to do stuff. I don't think that I would put him on that with Usher. I think it has to be someone that was around like his time, like. Like, uh, those niggas back in the 90s, like, Aaron Hall and them. I would not, you know, 
Any, any but I feel like you would want to pick someone that has similar hits. Well, I mean, but God got the group guy in Aaron Hall. It's it's not like he ha- he don't have as many hits as R. Kelly, but he's not far off. Like we 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 all but we also talk about music that a lot of us weren't even allowed for when it first came out. So mm-hmm. Teddy Riley influence basically like that that early '90s style and shit like that. Um, when niggas will like sing and rap, and then just wouldn't and it wouldn't be awkward and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, but uh, Usher's Tiny Desk was real dope. Um, it was at the original studios in Washington D.C. I didn't even know it was Washington D.C. until he turned around. But he was he was very charismatic. Uh, people enjoyed it, and the crowd he got everyone involved. He brought uh Eric Bellinger to do some background with him, as well as this guy. I think his name was Vito, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. And then they did Superstar. I think that one was the one that everybody was anticipating the most. Mm-hmm. Because it was basically the best like uh, album cut that wasn't a single. Yeah, everything. y'all, and he sounded amazing. He did. He yeah. was he was hitting them notes, and and if you haven't, excuse me, um, seen it already, you've seen the Usher meme, and this was like, was this? This was Confessions. Yeah. When he has like the watch this, mm-hmm. and he does his hands that way. Yeah. Um. Every all all of them. That was probably like one of my favorite memes of um in a long time. Like. Just when people, because everyone's messages was just kind of like funny. It was relatable to like, watch this, you know, and mm-hmm. shit like that. And they, um, the tiny desks, not saying they're bad, but the ones recently, like, I think it's because it was, like you said, the the black one, like, black music one. Mm-hmm. They've been really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I we talked about Larry June. Larry June was good. I liked uh, Denzel Carey's. I like you like yeah you did yeah, like IDK. IDK. that that one was in May it wasn't in Black Music Month but it was cool he filmed it in his house and I I know a lot one thing I did like about that because he was like you know just telling people who was in the crowd like also I have my neighbors here you know my neighbors are the coolest neighbors in the world um so please don't all look at me differently okay y'all niggas is pussy like, the, yeah. like just the way he did it it was the cool funny thing. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying Tiny Desk even more lately. I feel like artists that they have been getting have been, uh, like, either they just came out with a brand new album or they just have legendary music like Usher. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been good for the culture right now. So, uh, definitely check out that. I'm sure you guys have, but if you haven't, go ahead. And Plus 2 was really nice when you get to see Tiny Desk, mm-hmm. especially when it's an artist that you're a fan of and you see them perform on there because a lot of times it's like acapella. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see that, for the most part, it makes you um, appreciate their craft more, and it makes you like their music any- even more. Because, like, for instance, like, I one of the tiny desks, I remember when Summer Walker, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people always talked about her, like, when it comes to performances and stuff. Like, she she looks socially awkward. Right. Like, she's uncomfortable. Right. And when watching her tiny desk... You could clearly see it, but her performance, like, vocally, her voice didn't waver. So even though she looked uncomfortable, she didn't let that affect her ability Mm -hmm. to still be able to perform Mm -hmm. and still put on a good show. So even though, like, would I be, even though, like... Knowing that, I would still want to go to a Summer Walker concert mm-hmm. just because even though I know she probably going to look like she don't want to be there, she's still going to sound good. Right. But and I'm still going to sing along. I think what it is is also the band because mm-hmm. I do think that this shows really the, everyone's music ability, either if you're rapping or singing. 
in a band could be playing because it's a little I do like those like if it's a tiny disc I know it's gonna be a band and I appreciate those just as much as if I was at your concert where you just have a DJ playing um and so I think the artists who necessarily get these are the ones who can actually um perform, perform live music, yeah perform live without a before. track so exactly. we ain't about to see a little baby not a little baby a little dirk on there yeah like well anytime soon yeah like he that's gonna have to be like a challenge and no disrespect to him but 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 the he best some performances practice. yeah the best performances i've seen are having people like that like I, okay question why do you think that why do you think what why do you feel like a person like a little dirk like artists who rap over their tracks why do you think they would rather do that instead of actually take the time to practice? Like, it's like, it sounds like when they do shit like that, mm -hmm. it's like you can kind of tell the artist, I feel like, that maybe just be going in the booth making songs and that's it. Like, they're yeah. not trying to practice. Like, it's like, I feel like a lot of times these niggas go in there to make these songs, but it's like they don't ever actually expect to have to perform the song yeah and, and that and they just got to make a fire song in the booth and they like all oh, make money I, the reason why i feel a way about that is because the thing is is that i had mentioned to you because a lot of I times too them type of artists only place they're gonna perform in is the club well yeah but i don't but my whole thing is, is that i like it when certain artists don't charge you too much um and then you get there and they just perform a song. Like, you could basically just have your AirPod in and just be listening to Apple Music. Like, mm -hmm. I'm listening to the track. I'm paying, even though I'm paying money to see you, I also want to see you to your full ability. Like, I don't want you to be half-assing. And I just felt like I just wasted my time because a lot of y'all, a lot of artists, I would say, will do something like that. Um, and it sucks, too, because... And they charge more for less work, basically. And it sucks, too, because a lot of the times... You don't know that the artist is going to be that way until you see them in concert. Yeah. Because a lot of times, too, you know, when people are saying they're announcing a tour, mm -hmm. a lot of times we've never actually seen them mm -hmm. perform live. Because let's be honest, a lot of the artists that we actually like, you know, you might see them perform on a award show, but that's not likely. Yeah, because, I mean, that's just one song. And, they, and, and they, there could be people who don't perform uh, over their actual track that mm -hmm. may actually do that at an award show because they know, I gotta be here for about two minutes and then I'm out. Mm -hmm. You know, that type of thing. I do I do wish that a lot of artists will challenge themselves to actually, like, rehearse and, like, learn, like, because the thing is that you, you, you gotta challenge yourself, like, how you know, like, what to bounce to and whatever. Like, because you don't I, run out of breath, but you can still perform. Because I think all they're focused on is money. making a lot of money, which is cool. I understand that. But it's like, it's like they don't think about if you are perfecting your craft, like you make a song. OK, practice performing it. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, too, I mean, yeah, y'all making money at this little club or whatever. But do you know how much money you can make if you actually can sell out a tour. Yeah, I read that for someone who... Then doing these little club performances where you perform one or two songs, but even though you're not really performing because you got a DJ, you know, the think, track is playing, you drinking. I think that's what it is. I think that that's their only way of doing it because if you're performing at a club, meaning people that pay money to go see you is also drinking, mingling. And I feel and like a lot of times, too, they're paying just really just to see you. Yeah, they're paying just to see you, but at the same time, they they when they listen to the music they think they listen to it like how they would be at the in house the club in the so car. they so they like this yeah. like yeah yeah now if 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 but the thing is is that if I'm going to like the Chesapeake or going to these places I want to see everything I want to see pyro I want to see 
uh, I want you to put, with the crowd. I want a performance. I want, yeah, I want the thing. That's the reason why a lot of those people who are performing at those big places are getting those big places because they're not about to half-ass it. They're about to put out the thing. Like, you doing all this is telling me you're working. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, you continue to work and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Or background singers or, you know, just the, the band or something like that. Like, you, you're you not a one-trick pony is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So, And there's also a reason, too, why, like, yeah, like... You know, some people's artists who they really like, yeah, they're releasing a bunch of dope projects, right? Mm-hmm. You love it. You love the music. But there's a reason why these motherfuckers not going on tour. Yeah. Because these are these people, they're signed to labels, and these labels know you can't perform. Yeah. Like, you, like we just, it, it, I think they think, they, like, we just need you for the moment. Like, back in the day, uh, you, had to make, you had to make the best ringtone song. But a lot of people that was making those songs, you don't really see them actually out with projects today because... That time is up, you know. And then let's be honest, from what I've seen, I could be wrong. And it's like when it comes to hip hop, I could be lying, I don't know. But it seemed like you see more females going on tour than men. For instance, I like Moneybag Yo, right? Mm-hmm. But I saw him perform at the BET Awards one time. This nigga has no stage presence. I have no desire to see you perform live. Yeah, get, get a choreographer. You are a club rapper. Yeah, it's certain people that I, that's the reason why I think what it is. is and that, I think that's also too why them same niggas like that, why they feel like they have to work so much because you have to, because you obviously can't just do a tour because if you did a regular tour and you have data, you have merch, you will make money. But the fact that since you're not practicing, honing your craft and rehearsing, yeah, you got to do shows two, three times a week at these little clubs mm-hmm. all over. You you gotta work harder. Yeah, I think they just rather like get the bag, and then it, it tells. I want somebody that like, um, I think we heard it yesterday. Old poor minds, like if you wouldn't do it for free, then you mm-hmm. this is not the passion for you. You mm-hmm. ain't you ain't got it like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think what it is like like right now we doing this podcast for free, but I enjoy doing this. I enjoy talking. And it's shit. like also too, I feel like you need to have a core fan base, right? Yeah. Because. Let's be on me, like, for instance, Larry June, mm-hmm. right? I feel like he has a core fan base. And then from what I've seen, the nigga puts on the show. He does. When he's experience. Exactly. I want to talk about this year's And later. we saw it, too, on the thing. Even what you said you liked. And on the damn documentary, he showed his ass in rehearsal. Yeah. And he and, and he's talking like with the oh, DJ like, like, like okay I can put in this instrumental yes and you can do this part acapella and then we can jump he's working beat. on like, honing it, his craft yeah because my thing is is that if you about to go to 20, 30, 40 cities wouldn't you think it would be smart to kind of have something and I feel like and I, and I like that because I feel like a lot of these other niggas like again I don't know just what it looks like a money bag yo again I like him but I feel like. That nigga not rehearsing. No. I feel like him and his DJ like okay. show up. Exactly. Yeah. So and so here's the thing. You don't want you don't want to have these tours and club, club appearances and you get exposed. And that's what happens. Yeah. Just like people were talking about Lil Durk. Mm-hmm. He doing he he on the show, but they like like would you tell me that tweet? Yeah. And you um, said about not, uh, I, I about people it. who rap over tracks. Number you said a lot of people said. Little Dirk. Yeah, hold on, yeah. Let me let me find this real quick. It shouldn't take too long because uh radar. Let me see about because it was a picture of Jadakiss and, and the context behind it, y'all, was um Jadakiss at the at the verses and he exposed Dipset. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, Why y'all still rhyming over the track? Like and especially 
you would think that they should be good because they're veterans, and mm-hmm. you would think that they've been doing this for years. So July to, uh, 2022 is International Stop Rap- Rapping Over Your Vocals Month. So ways to present rapping over your vocals. Maybe ways niggas prevent, are, excuse me. Maybe niggas. I feel like they making songs they can't actually perform. That's probably true. Um, but ways to prevent rapping over your vocals. Number one, cardio workouts. Number two, rehearse your set. Number three, vocal cord care. And uh, number four is some very important. Go to sound check. And so when they so they was like tag a rapper who does this and Lil Durk was. The Had multiple multiple yeah. times, and I've never even seen Lil Durk perform. Well, and the thing is, like, too, when shit gets dark. when something like saying. this happens, clearly this shows you, nigga, people want to see you live. Mm-hmm. So if you're seeing shit like, hey, nigga, you rapping over your tracks, people don't like that. This is feedback, right? Constructive criticism right. that you and your label mm-hmm. should be paying attention to. And you, and you got, like, you got good music that you can really just get into. And clearly, nigga. People fuck with you. They yeah, want to see you in concert. He, he has good music. You know what I'm saying? So it was like... And you, and you would think he'd be a little energetic. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying that, like, I don't want no shit to be playing and then all of a sudden you just stop rapping. And it's like, nigga, mm-hmm. rehearse. I get it. You want to make money. I mean, I know he was just, like, in London for Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You probably got paid. But, nigga, you can turn shit down. Focus on your craft, what you're known for. Yeah. You're known for being a rapper. I feel like when, when people be doing shit like that... And, of course, it's always good to have different business ventures. Mm -hmm. But you also, to perfect and hone what your main moneymaker is. Yeah. Like, but unless if you rap... Niggas say all the time, artists make money, not from their music. You make money going on tour. Mm -hmm. Niggas are not going to want to see you on tour if you cannot perform. Your ticket sales sales will be low, and you are always going to be... If you do have a tour, you're going to be in them little bitty-ass venues. Right. Every artist's goal, eventually, you want to be able to sell out arenas, sell out stadiums. Right. The niggas that are selling out arenas and selling out stadiums, bet you they're in rehearsal. Like Lotto went on tour. I'm very proud of Lotto. Yeah. It looked like she practiced because you know what? She keeps doing that. Eventually, she'll have arenas. Because uh, what happens is, too, I feel like what these artists don't realize, when other artists are going on tour, best believe they are, when they're talking about people going on tour with them, like, they're openers. Best believe, they're looking at how y'all perform. Mm-hmm. They not about to book a person when they see you ain't got no stage performance. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't you? might be like, oh, I would love to go on tour. Nah, nigga, I saw your show. You can't perform. You rap over your tracks. I'm an artist. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I put on a show. Yeah. So, give, you know, challenge yourselves. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Just challenge yourselves. Oh, real quick before we get out of here, let me do a can you believe this shit? JoJo. JoJo's concert was great. Yo, JoJo's my favorite concert this year, th- thus far. Like, if, she if in I rehearsal? Like, artists. She in rehearsal? Yeah. You know, um, and she got the band. She, you know, got the outfit together. You know, especially for women, because women may have to have an outfit where you're going to have to be moving around a lot. So they might either perform in heels or not and everything. Mm-hmm. And Even like a nigga like Saucy Santana, right? Mm-hmm. From what I've seen. He puts on the show. Yeah, I've heard about that. I mean, I don't know if he has background dancers. Yeah, he kind of make twerking music, but he be out there moving. You got to, you have to engage with your, like, engage, like, in the crowd. A lot of these rappers just want to stand there. But, yeah. Um. So, let me get into Can You Believe This Shit. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize we have 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, so let me just kind of get this. And, so, uh. Sorry, y'all. It's kind of long-winded. 
So, I'm not going to read the entire article, but DJ Slam for playing Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud. Now, you know that song, right? That's a good song. It is a good song. It's a very good song. Where you played it? He played it at a prom. It was a, the the prom king and prom queen's That's dance. not a bad song. Yeah, it's not a bad song. but there That's was, a love song. It's close. The, it's a very, we, y'all, we were actually going to dance to that. Uh, like if we had like a actual, this was one of the choices. Um, if we would have our first dance, that would be one thinking out loud. Or at least we played at the wedding. Just yeah. Um, do you remember the first line of that? Um, baby, yeah. No. no, no, not the hook, but the actual verse. No, what's what to start off with? Okay. Um, when your legs don't work like they used to before, remember that? When your legs don't work like they used to before. Yeah, this is the reason why I brought this up, y'all. Uh, there was an issue. Um, the prom queen was in a wheelchair. And oh. so when oh so it was like damn not just damn that's the timing yeah everyone's around getting ready and then it all seems of a very insensitive yeah so she she's in the wheelchair the DJ first line when your legs don't work like they used to before and you can hear the crowd go oh. he should have just fast forward a little bit y- yeah now this so everyone was thinking like oh that was very cringy well check this out. There may have been some some situations where uh, someone was like, you know, that was real fucked up. Somebody said that some the person that was runner up to that prom queen may have slipped on some extra money to play that particular record. That's fine. He probably didn't realize it. Um, it could have been a mistake. Maybe the DJ didn't know who was going to win. Or somebody, right? Somebody also said he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Maybe was, he didn't know who was nominated. I feel like they he probably they probably or if he would have saw who the nominees were, he probably shouldn't have. Well, even with that. He should know what he was playing. He probably should have paid attention if they talking about niggas' legs. Yes. Um, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. It was just like the congratulations worst. Congratulations to her, though. Yeah, congratulations to, I don't know what high school it was, whatever. Um, but it was just the timing of it was pretty, like, wild. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, that was it. I didn't want to go deep into the article because basically it's self-explanatory. Like, fuck. But yeah. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Um, quick little things. Uh, I know we had mentioned him earlier. Uh, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years, mm-hmm. although it should have been longer. They should leave his ass in the jail. Um, um, same thing for that Derek, Derek Carvin, Carvin, whatever his old name is, the, the, the person that murdered George Floyd, that cop, <laughs> got 21 years. Um, but he got 21 years on top of the other 20 years he got. So Oh, so being, he already had. Oh, so this is 40. That was a, that, Either way, that I was the civic, life would be. That was a yeah. civic suit. So he got sentenced already for manslaughter. Oh, okay. So he's going to be in jail for at least 40 years. Um, Either but, way, I don't think he should ever get out. That's yeah. Just, that's just my personal opinion. Same, but yeah, R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years. I wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. And it will be longer. He just got sentenced in oh, New York. Yeah, he, still he still has got more charges. He still got sentencing to do in Illinois and Chicago, so yeah. he probably will spend the rest of his life in jail, which, I mean, I'm not sad about it. But, yeah. um, And then, just quickly, uh, you guys know the festival Day and Night, Day in Vegas, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be in September. Yes. The headliners, I believe, were SZA, Kendrick, and I think J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Or, or Travis Scott. One Travis, of the two, I can't remember. One of the, uh, uh, the four, one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. They canceled it, which was odd because it wasn't until September, but they said it was due to technical difficulties. Yeah. And I remember, I think Cody, is, we were like, maybe they, Cody said he thinks it might be like. It was low ticket sales. It had yeah. to be because um, I think that they probably were basing that money that they were going to get in to actually, uh, to, to actually do whatever they need to do with it. But why and, do you think the ticket sales are low? Because 
the acts were they were yeah but i also told you that um because you know festival everybody's trying to go to the one festival and everything made in america is the same exact time uh i mean yeah but it's the same time in philly but if i'm looking at the acts day in vegas was more appealing because it was more artists it was more artists yes but at the same time uh the other one could have been more uh better because of the fact that like the timing of like People, they, people, it was two days for that and three days for Vegas and shit like that. Or maybe people rather go to Philly not being hot as Vegas and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my assumption. And hey, hopefully they bring it back next year and hopefully they can be able to get the money they can to keep it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But until next time, y'all. Bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.